Welcome to Dr. Carcass Automotive News Updates. I'm your host, Dan Lacey. Great to be back here with you as we look at some news breaking across the world. China's EV battery sector is preparing a new breakthrough. That is, they have if they feel they've cracked the technology barrier to an even cheaper and more powerful battery pack for electric vehicles uh, slated to go a thousand kilometers or 621 miles on each charge, a sector which has been until now largely uh, around the nickel cobalt batteries that have provided the, the large range. But this battery is supposed to be lighter. It's supposed to be more powerful. And we'll see this uh, LM. FP battery, this lithium ion magnesium phosphate battery, it says you can top it off from 10% to 80% within 18 minutes using the step charging system uh, and a cup of coffee to, uh, to bide your time. GM is investing more than a billion dollars in its Flint, Michigan plant for the next generation heavy duty pickups. What I find most intriguing about this is that this is not for an EV platform. It is in fact for the ICE vehicles. GM said it sold 287,000 heavy duty pickups in last year alone, a 37% increase from 2021. It's slated to do more at this new Flint factory in the future. Meanwhile, Elon Musk, and we've all heard this, he uh, he stepped alongside Ron DeSantos and hit the hot button of right-wing views on Twitter, which uh, he believes is going to help his EV brand. Now, he might have upset the blue side by endorsing or supporting Ron DeSantos, but Elon thinks that the sector of people that he has really kind of uh, put his arms around now is more so the people that don't have Teslas as opposed to those that do have Teslas. It remains to be seen, but bottom line is, he says, I'll say what I want to say, and if the consequence of that is losing money, then so be it. Well, the third row, VWID Buzz, is poised to make a bigger splash in North America than uh, originally thought. The electric modern-day interpretation of VW's microbus for North America has one more row than its European counterpart. It also has a bigger battery, more range, obviously. 282 horsepower is slated for the ID Buzz. This model also has a longer wheelbase and dual all-wheel drive model, which gets 330 horsepower. Remains to be seen what the cost will be. The guesstimations are around fifty-eight dollars to $60,000 for the ID Buzz. But this, uh, the range on this vehicle will be anywhere from 260 miles with the all-wheel drive version getting 252 miles per charge. Well, Kia and Hyundai are continuing to work on the anti-theft software fixes uh, for their vehicles, which have been well-kyped, as that uh, that word I haven't said in decades. Uh, stolen vehicles has uh, escalated throughout the 2011 through 2022 model years, that is up 7 million Hyundais and Kias, which thieves can quickly break into by popping off their steering wheel columns and start the car with a USB plug or a similarly shaped tool. Uh, there's a video demonstrating how to start the vehicles which surfaced on TikTok last year and set off a nationwide crime spree. Now we'll talk about this a little bit in more in depth with the vantage point from the insurance companies uh, in just a few moments time. But Hyundai said that only 9% of its eligible vehicles have been updated with a software fix so far, while 11% uh, of Kias have been eligible and have undergone the upgrade. More to be seen on this as that TikTok 
video has been, uh, from what I understand, pulled from the internet. But uh, again, the damage has been done. Well, F-Series drives Ford increase, that is sales, and Toyota snaps a losing streak, and Honda surges again, and Hyundai Kia posts double-digit gains in May. The, uh, the increase in sales is pretty significant. And let me throw some of these numbers at you in whole numbers, that is uh, sales numbers. In May of 2022, 12,730,000 vehicles were sold. In uh, May of this year, 15.1 million vehicles, up sharply from, uh, from last year. What's really interesting is to look at the percentage changes in vehicle sales. When you look across the board here, Ford Motor Company went up 10%. You look down at American Honda, went up 58%. Mazda, 118%. These are vehicle increases from year to date from last year. Uh, a huge number. Huge number for some of these manufacturers. Uh, meanwhile, Honda up 53%, Acura 112%, Hyundai Kia, we mentioned them a minute ago, they're up 23 to 20% in their sectors as well. Also, to note, the average transition price has gone up with all manufacturers across the board. BMW up almost 9%, Dahmer Chrysler, uh, Stellantis basically, has gone up about 16%. And uh, another sizable note, Toyota up 9%. But with those price increases, also incentives have gone up. Well, new COO Jeff Walters of Subaru was asked about some of uh, the challenges that he's facing as he steps into a new role. And one of those was the long depleted lots that needed to be filled across America. Those have gone up quite a bit. Last year, uh, they wrapped up the month with 5,000 to 6,000 cars on the ground, probably about 10 cars per lot. And right now they are, uh, they are looking at 20 to 23,000 cars in their inventory, going up to about 30, 35 cars overall. Also, EVs are soon to be coming down the assembly line for Subaru, a 2025 and 2026 model slated for the Solterra. We'll see those in a short order time. No stats yet on those vehicles as we come to you today. Ford steps into our news with Kumar Galatro, and he is the president of Ford Blue. Now, Ford Blue is the traditional ICE engine vehicles from Ford. They have, in fact, looked at the future and said, hey, we are looking really good and we still have room in our inventory to grow. Well, he says this. Why? Because we are a growth business because of the strength of our portfolio. Our products are sold out. The Bronco and Maverick are in very high demand. The F-150 is doing fantastic. It's actually up over 20% year over year so far. So they're actually going to add capacity for a lot of these products. And that's what makes the growth business in the short term. So He's looking down the road and seeing the transition between EVs and ICE vehicles. But right now, Ford is not giving up on any ICE vehicles. Well, the NHTSA, that's the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration, is probing the rupturing airbags, that is the ARC airbag inflators, uh, which echoes the Takata airbag debacle. Now, if you remember Takata airbags, uh, a lot of vehicles across the, uh, across the country and various manufacturers uh, had to replace those inflators because they were corroding and exploding and sending metal fragments into people, of which many people died and many people have been injured. Well, ARC, a new company now uh, in the mix of potential recalls, 
has been called on the carpet by the NHTSA. Uh, this is a little bit interesting. It was noted back in July of 15 that uh, there was a defect investigation after reports of two injuries involving ruptured airbag inflators manufactured by the ARC Automotive Group, a Tier 2 supplier in Knoxville, Tennessee. In 2023, this is eight years later, uh, the NHTSA demanded that ARC recall 67 million driver and passenger side frontal airbag inflators after tentatively concluding that a defect exists. At this point, ARC in May of 2023, a month later, disagreed with the NHTSA's tentative conclusion and rejected the demand to issue a recall. Stay tuned for this story as more will unfold, I am sure, in the near future. Well, we started off the news segment with saying that China had developed a new battery. Well, GM says that China Lab develops solid-state battery that uh, is also a game-changer. A high-power, bipolar, solid-state battery. Solid-state batteries are not new to the industry, but they are evolving as uh, time goes on. And one thing I want to make note here in a little bit of an editorial, as this battery results in a 30% higher volumetric cell-to-pack ratio and 19% pack cost savings over conventional lithium-ion batteries, that is this. These batteries are both being manufactured in China at this point, and we are not allowing Chinese-built products to be basically put in cars and get the EV tax credit. Hmm. Well, the Ranger Raptor embodies Ford's strategy of high-margin, low-cost variants as the 2024 Range Raptor, uh, which expands Ford's line of high-performance off-roaders into the mid-size pickup segment. The, the costs are 65% more than the truck's base model, but shares most of the same parts and higher margins. The starting price will be about $57,000, including shipping. Compare that to the Raptor variant in the F-150, which starts at $78,000, and the Bronco Raptor, which starts at $85,000. So this is going to be the least expensive Raptor out there, that of the Ranger. Well, selling over sticker price can backfire on car dealer and automakers. 34% of customers paid more than sticker price for new vehicles in December of 2022, says GFK Research, which indicates that it might hurt or cost repeat business. 29% of the people surveyed said that they would never use that retail service again, although they've been comparing it to McDonald's, where if you buy your Nissan down the road, at one dealership and you didn't like the service, it would be like buying your uh, your milkshake at the McDonald's down the street and you didn't like their service and so you go to the next McDonald's so next time you buy your Nissan, you could just go to a different dealer. I'm not so sure it's going to be quite that way. Ram targets a 500 mile range on their electric 1500 Rev pickup. The, uh, the Ram truck said to uh, be due out in 2024 will offer a 654 horsepower motor which will go from 0 to 60 in 4.4 seconds and has the ability to tow 14,000 pounds. The brand has resumed taking orders at ramrev.com. Now it says it has that 500 mile range. That is with the optional 229 kilowatt hour battery pack. But as we've seen from almost every test of an electric vehicle when towing or hauling, those numbers diminished dramatically. It will be in, indeed interesting to note how how that is affected when you put a load on the uh, new Ram Rev. Also to note, this uh, the clearance on this truck will be up to 24 inches in water, 
and carry a maximum payload of 2,700 pounds. Remember the story we gave you a couple of weeks back where EV companies were concerned about water getting into the battery pack and causing corrosion, which then caused fires in the EVs? I guess you might be okay in this uh, in this Ram Rev if you stay over the uh, 24 inches of water. But EVs and water, I don't know. It's uh, it's like being electricity. I've talked to you about that before, and and that uh, will continue to be a threat in my life. And that is, Dan, stay away from it. GM overtakes Ford as a number two seller of EVs. That's right. Ford has been surpassed by GM. In the first quarter of 2023, Ford sold almost 11,000 EVs in the U.S. as GM sold 20,670, almost double that of Ford. So GM getting the upper hand in the EV market as they both go after Tesla. Well, negative equity is the post-pandemic hangover that's going to hurt for a while. That is according to this article written about how people are coming into dealerships upside down in equity in the vehicle they're turning in, and then they are taking loans out on vehicles that cost $10,000 to $11,000 more than in 2019. They are also paying a higher interest rate of 6.3%, and they're taking out, get this, almost 20% of the people are doing this, 84-month loans. So your equity is low, the price is high on the vehicle, the interest rate's high, the amount of time you're paying on the loan has been increased, and all of this creates a situation for dealerships that they may feel down the road because people will stay with their vehicle longer. And uh, currently, a staggering statistic that in January, severely delinquent auto loans hit their highest rate since 2006 based on Cox Automotive data. And today, about two out of 13 people are making monthly car payments of $1,000 or more. Well, no easy solution for the EV charger installation uh, of dealerships and also private sector people as uh, chargers, which are costing at level two, twenty dollars to $30,000, and level three, four hundred to three quarters of a million dollars. Level two is charging in about five to six hours, level three in about 15 to 20 minutes. Those chargers are one thing, but the fact is that dealerships are spending huge amounts of money. And in conjunction with that, they can't even get them hooked up for a while. In some cases, it might be three to six months. In some cases, up to two years. Visualize dealerships that are so old, they've got to redo their whole infrastructure in order to handle the amperage that needs to come through for these chargers. And then you add in the cost of tearing up a street, running new service. Some of these utility companies are saying, we just don't have enough power to power your dealership with everything else going on around you. One of the uh, solutions to this is to get battery storage. And some dealerships looking at that, trying to store solar power that they produce on their rooftops uh, during the day and use that battery power during the night to either give back to the grid or to supplement and to fill in their need at the dealership. And lastly, we said we'd mention it again, insurers are suing Hyundai and Kia over the cost of vehicle hot wiring. The crime wave that we mentioned about the easy uh, stealing of 
vehicles from 2011 to 2022, it has caused an uptick in insurance company claims. Insurance companies are saying it could cost them up to $600 million for all these thefts. As a for instance, the uh, lawsuit said the repairing broken windows and busted steering columns resulting from an attempt to break into a vehicle and hotwire its ignition often cost an insurer more than $3,000. It also said that vehicles taken on joyrides and used to damage public property or commit other crimes can incur damages of over $10,000. And in other cases where it might be a total loss, as much as $20,000. All in all, 8.3 million vehicles are affected. And attorneys say that to install immobilizers would cost $5 billion. Well, don't look for our TikTok videos on how to steal a car. We don't have any. We just uh, report the news here and we bring you information about what's going on in today's automotive world with great interviews and uh, some great editorials, we hope, on, on what's happening around you. We'll be back again on Dr. CarCast. I'm your host, Dan Lacey. Thanks for joining us on Automotive News Updates.